Up next is Radioactive Kids. Radioactive Kids broadcast from the occupied lands of the Zaligi people, also known as the Cherokee. Kids, the independent kids music show for Asheville and the world. How are y'all doing? I am Sagan. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, and you are listening to Asheville FM or wherever you may be listening from. We have such a great show for you today. Oh, I, I am so excited. We will interview the Swinging Bells at about 9.30, so stay tuned for that. We also have new songs by Little Feet. Uh, little feet music from, from Australia, Roly Poly Guacamole, Mr. Nick D- Davio, EVT Kids, and a whole, whole lot more. And we have a new story by Bill Harley. Yes, I'm very excited about that as well. So, stay tuned, y'all. We have so much good stuff coming up. Let's start off, however, with a song that we actually played last year, but it's out in a new version. Last year, um... Amazing uh, kindy musician Jim Cosgrove released a song about uh, Martin Luther King Jr. called Dr. King featuring Reese Palmer. And this year he released a new version of the song featuring Aaron Nigel Smith, Genevieve Goings, Brady Reimer, Mr. Cookie Jar, Uno, Dos, Tres, Andres, Hullabaloo, and Sugar Free All-Stars. So that's what we're going to play right now. On Radioactive Kids. Dr. King, Dr. King, your light shines everywhere. The words that you spoke still echo in the air. From the cities to the far land, it's freedom that we sing. Hallelujah, hallelujah, let it 
with love and you can't go wrong. The time is now, the time is right. It's always time to do, to do what's right. Oh, Dr. King, Dr. King, your light shines everywhere. The words that you spoke still echo in the air. From the cities to the farmlands, it's freedom that we sing. Shines everywhere. The words that you spoke still echo in the air. From the cities to the farm, and it's freedom that we see. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let it ring, let it ring. Share your dreams and speak your mind. Let it see.
That was Superhero from the brand new album by Jess and Aaron. You may recall we've played uh, their EP and single before. Well, they have a brand new full-length album out, and and it is self-titled, and we just played three songs from it. Yeah. We heard Superhero, uh, The Subway, and On the Road. Before that, we heard a new single by Little Feet Music from Australia called I'm Going to Big School. And we started the show off with Dr. King uh, 2 by Jim Cosgrove featuring, hang on, let me pull it up again, featuring the likes of Aaron Nigel Smith, Genevieve Goings, Brady Reimer, Mr. Cookie Jar, Dos Tres Andres, Hello Blue, and the Sugar Free All-Stars. I am Sagan. This is Radioactive Kids. Let's go to... England now and plays a couple new singles by Young Folkies. They have uh, two new singles out right now. We're going to play a song called Sweetie Pie on Radioactive Kids. You are a sweetie pie, yes you are. You are a sweetie and you will go far. You are a sweetie pie with fun baked in. You are a sweetie with a big white grin. You are a little sweetie you are the apple of my eye You are a little sweetie pie Yes, you are A sweetie pie is good with tea A sweetie pie tastes good to me A sweetie pie so soft and sweet A sweetie pie good enough to eat You are a little sweetie pie You are the apple of my eye You are a little sweetie pie Yes, I'm 
you riding in the car, car. Take you riding in the car, car. I'll take you riding in the car. And Jenny goes moving. And Jenny goes moving. Front seat, back seat, boys and girls. We're going riding in the car. Click, clack, open up the doors. Click, clack, open up the doors.
That's right, folks. That was Roly Poly Guacamole featuring Katie Ha 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 on vocals singing the German version of I Want to Hold Your Hand. Come give me a hand from their new EP of cover songs, as you may have heard. Uh, the, the, the EP is called Earworms Part 1. It's, it's all songs that, that are very catchy that they wanted to cover to, just to have fun. Before that, we heard their, their cover of uh, Woody Guthrie's Car Song and their cover of Paul Simon's Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard. Before that, we heard two new songs by Young Folkies, uh, Kindness, It Will Come Back to You, which features Claudia Robin Gunn and Becky Boris in the Beats, and Sweetie Pie on Radioactive Kids. Oh man, this is so much fun on the show today, and now we have something very different. We haven't played a, a long story in a long time on the show, mostly because <laughs> there haven't been very many uh, long storytelling albums c- coming out. We have so much n- new music that we've just been f- focusing on that. But the time has now come because Bill Harley has a brand new storytelling album out. It's called No Problem, Stories of Accidental Mayhem. We're going to play one story from it because it is fun. We're going to play the title story. In fact, it's called No Problem on Radioactive Kids. So get settled in for a a story with absolutely no problems at all. This is Radioactive Kids. what some folks say no problem I can fix that make that problem go away but when someone says no problem is it a blessing or a curse cause it could get better but it might get worse mm-hmm. yeah I was at home on a Saturday with nothing to do my parents weren't home neither were my brothers Where were they? I don't remember, except that it's necessary for what's about to happen for them not to be there. Therefore, they were not there. I don't mean to say I was unsupervised. My grandmother was babysitting me. This is particularly annoying when you're nine years old because you are no longer a baby and you do not wish to be sat upon. But it must be said that my grandmother was a laissez-faire babysitter, which meant that she generally did not pay attention to whatever I was doing. Sometimes she would take a break from watching General Hospital or As the World Turns or The Days of Our Lives, and she would call out, Billy, what are you doing? And I would answer, nothing. And she would say, all right, which meant I could do as I pleased, as long as I did not burn down the house, which I did not do in this story. But I was bored. 
and I was lamenting the fact that I was bored. My poor, sad, miserable life. No one has suffered as much as I. If I only had $100 and some car keys, all of my problems would be solved. And as I thought about all this, I heard my name being called from the outside. I looked out my window and I saw my pal Sally and my friend Glenn, who both lived on my street. They were standing at the bottom of my driveway. Bill! Bill! They were yelling. They didn't bother to ring the doorbell or knock on the door. There was no need to do that because they could yell. I said, I'm coming down. And so I did. They came up the driveway. They said, what are you doing? I said, I've got a problem. They said, what's the problem? I said... I'm bored. Bored, they said. I said, yes. If I only had $100 in the car keys, all my problems would be solved. And Glenn said, no problem, no problem. I know what to do. I said, you do? He said, yeah. I have an idea. Listen to me. So we did. He said, I know how we're going to make $100. I said, how are we going to do that? He said, we are going to make and sell fresh lemonade. Wait, said my pal Sally, who happened to be the resident math and science whiz. She said, according to my calculations, if we serve 12-ounce glasses of lemonade and charge 10 cents, which is the going rate, we will have to sell 1,000 glasses of lemonade, which comes to 12,000 ounces of lemonade, which equates with 92 gallons of lemonade. Wait a minute, I said. We have a problem. I don't have a pitcher that holds 92 gallons of lemonade. And Glenn said, no problem, no problem, I know what to do. I said, you do? He said, yes, we are going to make it in the bathtub. That is an excellent idea, Sally said. I agreed, I said, let's shake on it. And so we did. And my grandmother called up the stairs, Billy, what are you doing? And I said, nothing. Well, before we knew it, my pal Sally had calculated that we needed 1,000 lemons and 35-pound bags of sugar. And I said, we have a problem. Lemons and sugar cost money. Glenn said, don't you have any? I said, no, that's why we're making the fresh-squeezed lemonade. He said, do you know anyone you could borrow it from? I said, not my parents. He said, doesn't anyone else in your family have money? I said, yes. As a matter of fact, my older brother has been saving money for a new bicycle, and it is in the top drawer of his chest. He said, go get it. I said, no, that would be stealing. And besides, my brother would kill me. And Glenn said, no problem, no problem. I know what to do. I said, what? He said, as soon as we make our first dollar, the first thing we'll do is pay your brother back. He'll never know. I said, oh, I see. He said, of course, go get the money. So I did. Then we got my wagon and we towed it down the street. We crossed over the highway, pulling the wagon all the way down to the supermarket where we bought 1,000 lemons and 35 pound bags of sugar. We put the lemons and the sugar back into the wagon. We towed it down the street, crossed over the highway. We were halfway down my street when I said, we have a problem. That is a lot of lemons to squeeze. 
Wait, said Sally. No problem, no problem. I know what to do. We stopped in front of her house. She said, I'll be right back. She ran in the house, and 45 seconds later, she burst out of the door holding an appliance. I got it, she said. What is it, I asked. She said, it is our new Sunbeam electric juice maker. Excellent, said Glenn. We reached my house. We carried 1,000 lemons, 35-pound bags of sugar, and the Sunbeam electric juice maker through the living room towards the stairs. And my grandmother said, Billy, what are you doing? And I said, nothing. And she said, all right. And she went back to watching General Hospital as the world turns in the days of our lives. My friend Glenn said, your grandmother is a very trusting soul. So we carted everything up the stairs to the bathroom I shared with my brothers. Not my parents' bathroom. We were forbidden to enter my parents' bathroom because my mother was afraid we would miss the toilet, which we did in our own. I should say the bathroom was fairly small, so it was hard to fit all three of us in there, along with the 35-pound bags of sugar and the 1,000 lemons and the Sunbeam electric juice maker, and it's something we could never do today in this era of social distancing in the middle of a pandemic, breathing in the same air. We had assembled all the necessary ingredients for 92 gallons of fresh-squeezed lemonade. And Sally said, We have a problem. How will we cut all the lemons? And I said, No problem, no problem. I know what to do. In the dining room hutch, my parents have a little box of sharp steak knives. Six of them that they hardly ever use. They will cut the lemons. Great, said Glenn. Go get them. And so I did. I handed out the knives when we began to cut the lemons on the bathroom vanity. We did this for a minute or two, and then I said, We've got a problem. We're cutting up the bathroom vanity with the knives. And once a month, my mother comes into the bathroom, and she will see the vanity is cut up. And Sally said, No problem, no problem. I know what to do. We can cut them up on the floor. And so we did. We began to cut the lemons on the floor, and soon we noticed the lemon juice was spreading across the bathroom floor. I said, we've got a problem. We're making a mess. Glenn said, no problem. We'll just sop it up with a sponge. I said, that's an excellent idea. There's one here under the sink they use to clean the bathroom. We can use that. And so we did. I squeezed up all the lemon juice on the floor. Sally said, there's no reason to waste the lemon juice. You might as well squeeze it into the tub where we're making the lemonade. And so I did. So Sally began to run the juice squeezer, and we poured all the lemon juice into the tub. And then I began to pour the 35-pound bags of sugar into the bathtub. And then I turned on the water, and when the water was near the top, my friend Glenn said, I think we have 92 gallons now. And I asked, how do you know? He said, because we can't put more water in. We have to stir now. We have a problem, I said. How do we stir it? I usually use a wooden spoon, but I think the bathtub is too big. Sally asked, do you have a canoe paddle? No, I said. We have a serious problem. And Glenn said, no problem, no problem. I know what to do. No problem, I can fix that. 
think you know the answer too. I think we all know how to stir up something in the bathtub. We need a human wave agitator. Ah, oh, he was right. Every child knows about the human wave agitator, even if they don't know that's what it's called. The human wave agitator is what a child becomes when he climbs into the bathtub and the parents leave the bathroom. The child begins to slide back and forth and back and forth in the bottom of the tub, causing waves to crash, increasing in amplitude and frequency, crashing against the front of the tub and the back of the tub, and boats in the bathtub are capsized. Captain, my captain! Whales are breaching. Plastic superheroes drowning. Look, I am your... And sometimes water slips over the side onto the bathroom floor, and the parents come in and say, I told you you not to do that but really the parents should know better because if you were a child and you get into the bathtub you become a human wave agitator and it cannot be stopped he's right sally said it's the only way to mix up this much sugar and lemon juice and water but she said we have a problem we cannot climb into the tub with our clothes on and none of us wants to climb into the tub naked as a jaybird with the other two watching I saw it was up to me, and I said, No problem, no problem, I know what to do. I said, I'll just put on my bathing suit. My friend Glenn said, Are you reasonably clean? I said, I took a bath two nights ago. Sally said, You are almost perfectly clean. Go get the bathing suit. So I did. I got on my bathing suit. I was about to climb in the tub when my pal Sally, the resident science genius, said, Wait, we have a problem. I said, What? She said, Archimedes. I said, What is Archimedes? She said, It's not a what, it is a who. Archimedes was a Greek guy who climbed into a full bathtub and the water ran over the top. So he says you have to let out however much lemonade the volume of your body will displace so it will not spill onto the bathroom floor and make a mess. I said, we don't want to do that, but we will be losing some of our profits if we remove some of the lemonade. Well, said Glenn, we'll have to find something that makes the remaining lemonade more valuable. This is called value added. So we opened up the drain and emptied the volume of lemonade my body would displace. And then my friend said to me, Bill, climb into the tub. And so I did. Agitate, Bill, agitate, they said. And so I did. The human wave agitator went to work. And I would like to say I was a professional. There was some sloshing. The boats capsized. Captain, my captain, the whales breezed. Superheroes drowned. Luke, I am your... And some lemonade slipped over the side, covering the bathroom floor. And my grandmother called up the stairs. Billy, what are you doing? And I yelled, nothing, as the lemonade wave crested into my mouth. And Glenn said, your grandmother is a great babysitter. At this point in the story, you may be wondering where my parents were. And at this point in this experience, I was wondering the same thing myself. But they will not show up in this story until it is far 
too late. You know, said Glenn, I think we have a problem. This lemonade is just normal lemonade. I wish there was something we could do to make the lemonade unique. It would have more value. Like what? I said. I don't know, he said. It's not very yellow. Maybe we could add some coloring. No problem, no problem, Sally said. I know what to do. I am going to your kitchen and I will be right back. She left the bathroom and returned in five minutes with a half dozen little bottles of food coloring. See if you can make it yellower, I said. And so she did. She put in yellow food coloring and they said to me, agitate, Bill, agitate. I agitated and the fresh squeezed human agitated lemonade turned yellower. It slipped over the side of the bathtub. Glenn said, this is still very normal. No problem, no problem, said Sally. I'll just put in some blue. And so she did. Glenn said, it's turning green. I wish it were purple, I said. I think purple lemonade would be spectacular. No problem, no problem, my pal Sally said. I will put in some red. And she did. And just in case you're wondering, yellow, blue, and red food coloring do not make purple. Now, said Glenn, we have fresh-squeezed, human-agitated, value-added black lemonade. That is definitely not normal. I said, it still tastes pretty good. You want to lick my arm? This is very interesting, Glenn said. No one has ever made black lemonade before. Perhaps we could charge 15 cents a glass and increase our profits. I think you can climb out now, Sally said. And so I did. My skin had turned a strange shade of gray. I said, I'm feeling sticky. And what's worse, we have a problem, a serious problem. My friends asked, what? Well, how are we going to get 92 gallons minus the amount lost due to the principle of Archimedes of freshly squeezed, human-agitated, value-added black lemonade down to the end of the driveway where we will sell it? It will take forever using a pitcher. And Sally said, no problem, no problem. Science has the answer. Do you have a garden hose? I said, I do. Good, she said. We will create a siphon to run the lemonade out of the bathtub, down the hallway, down the stairs, through the living room, and out the front door, down the driveway, all the way to the street. We can fill up the cups of our customers with freshly squeezed, human-agitated, value-added black lemonade directly from the bathtub. We'll make millions, or at least $75, accounting for the loss to Archimedes. After we pay back my brother, I said... No problem, they both said. Go get the hose. And so I did. In short order, we had assembled 150 feet of hose in five different sections. We stuck one end of the hose into the bathtub filled with a freshly squeezed, human-agitated, value-added black lemonade, ran the hose out the bathroom, down the hall, down the stairs, through the living room, right by my grandmother, who was watching General Hospital the days of our lives, and as the world turns, my grandmother said, Billy, what are you doing? And I said, nothing. And she said, all right. And Glenn said, do you think your grandmother could adopt me? We unrolled the hose all the way to the street. We got out a card table, 
I said, I'll get some paper cups. And Glenn said, it's too bad we don't have fancier cups. We could charge more. Do you have anything other than paper? And I said, now that you mention it, my parents have these glasses in the dining room hutch. They never use them. My father always asks, should we use the Waterford? And my mother says, no, not tonight. They never use them. Go get them, my friend said. And so I did. In short order, I had returned with eight Waterford crystal goblets, and we lined them up on the card table, and we made a sign. Rare and spectacular black lemonade, 25 cents today only. Our neighborhood was filled with children. There were too many children in our neighborhood, and as soon as they saw the sign, they began to gather. No one had ever seen black lemonade before. How do you make black lemonade, they asked, and we said, 92 gallons at a time. Now we were ready to serve, but when I picked up the hose and shook it, no fresh-squeezed, human-agitated, value-added black lemonade came out of the hose, and I said, we have a problem. How do we make the lemonade come out of the hose? No problem, no problem, Sally said. We need to cause a vacuum to encourage the freshly squeezed, human-agitated, value-added black lemonade to leave the bathroom and come down the hose. Once the flow is started, gravity will exert its power on the black lemonade. My friend Glenn said, I will suck on the hose. And so he did. He sucked and sucked on the end of that hose, but there was no freshly squeezed, human-agitated, value-added black lemonade. And I tried sucking on the hose, and Sally tried sucking on the hose. Twenty different children sucked on the end of that hose, which is something no one should ever do, especially right now in the middle of a pandemic. But it was all to no avail. And I said, we have a problem. We need more suction. And my pal Sally said, no problem, no problem. We just need a machine that creates a vacuum. And what machine in your house has the word vacuum in its name? I said, is this a quiz? And she said, yes. And I said, is the answer a vacuum cleaner? She said, yes. Do you have a vacuum cleaner? I said, do we have a vacuum cleaner? My family has invested in the most powerful of vacuum cleaners. My mother uses it on us when we come in the house. It is like the giant black hole of vacuum cleaners. It is called a Deluxe Electrolux. Go get it, they said. And so I did. Well, I got it, and we strung together five extension cords all the way down the driveway. We plugged in that brand new Electrolux vacuum cleaner, turned it on, and it worked like a dream. And pretty soon, we could hear that freshly squeezed, human-agitated, value-added black lemonade come running down the garden hose, sucked into the Electrolux vacuum cleaner, which made a wonderful gurgling sound. And then the deluxe Electrolux emitted a lugubrious cough. And 92 gallons minus the volume of my body, according to Archimedes' principle, of black lemonade came shooting, pouring out of the other end of the vacuum 
vacuum cleaner and we tried to stop it from coming out with our thumbs and our hands but it sprayed all over us and we began to drink out of the end but it was too much and it sprayed all over our customers everyone was being sprayed with freshly squeezed human agitated value-added black lemonade turning a color of gray that no group of humans on the planet has ever been and then smoke came pouring out of the vacuum cleaner and it died and my grandmother called from the house billy 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 something's wrong the television isn't working come right away i ran up into the house and saw the catastrophe that had transpired the garden hose running through the house was leaking from four different places the staircase, the hallway, the living room was slick and sticky with a freshly squeezed, human-agitated, value-added black lemonade. The power was out from the destruction of the brand-new deluxe Electrolux vacuum cleaner. The ceiling below the bathroom was leaking into the living room onto the couch, leaving an ominous black puddle. And my grandmother asked, What did you do? And I said, Nothing. And she said, all right. I ran back outside to find Sally and Glenn standing there next to a destroyed deluxe Electrolux vacuum cleaner, looking down at a pool of freshly squeezed, human-agitated, value-added black lemonade in the driveway, the broken Waterford crystal lying in shards, and all of our customers gone. This is a disaster, I said. It didn't work out at all. And Glenn said, what do you mean? I said, all this happened is one problem after another. I haven't solved any of my problems. What we did was a failure. And Glenn and Sally both said, no, it wasn't. It was a success. I said, what do you mean? I didn't even make any money. And Glenn said, we solved your problem. You said... You were bored. Sally asked, Have you been bored in the last three hours? No, I said. I saw that they were right. And with that, my parents drove down the street and pulled in the driveway. I told you they would show up late. And I said, I think I may have a problem. And my pal Sally and my friend Glenn both said, No problem, no problem. Bill, we hear our mother's calling. We have to leave. And they did. And that's when the problems started. No problem, no problem. I know what to do. No problem, I can fix that. I'm happy helping you. But when someone says no problem, is it a blessing or a curse? Cause it could get better, but it might get worse.
Yes, indeed, folks. Yes, indeed. That was No Problem by Bill Harley, a story from his new storytelling album, No Problem, Stories of Accidental Mayhem. We also heard the intro and exit music as well. Hope you enjoyed hearing that on the show. It was so much fun to play, and there are more stories that I did not have time to play on the album, so uh, uh, if you want to, you can go check it out. This is Radioactive Kids. I am Sagan. You're listening to Asheville FM at WSFMLP 103.3 Asheville. Let's keep the music rolling with some very nerdy music by the Faithful Sidekicks. The Faithful Sidekicks, uh, of course, make awesome nerdy music about various nerdy things. Uh, They have a new album out called Dark Side of the Meep. (laughs) And uh, we're going to play two songs about uh, playing uh, 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 games and one song that I'm just going to let it explain itself. All right, this is Radioactive Kids. This song is called There She Rolls on Radioactive Kids. Should we go now? If we go, there will be trouble. But if we stay, it might be double. So you gotta let me know. Should we stay or should we roll?
I find myself in times of trouble, Dr. Baker comes to me, speaking words of wisdom. And when the paper clips need tasting, he's standing there right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom. Me, 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 me. Squeaky words of wisdom. And when the science is not settled and learned men don't agree, there will be an answer. For though our trial failed us, there's still a chance that they will see.
but that's not a cheat. This time it might be you who's not getting the week. I can't understand, it's all just fun. Please calm yourself, put down the gun. Rules on people, so why should it be? You and I should get along so awfully. People are people, so why should it be? You and I And now for something completely different. by Marla Lewis called I Live and Breathe for Freedom, which is, of course, a song about Harriet Tubman and the awesome work she did back in the 1800s. 
Very cool stuff. Hope you enjoy that. This is Radioactive Kids, broadcasting from Asheville FM to Asheville and the world. Before Marla Lewis, we heard three songs by the Faithful Sidekicks from their new album, which I believe is mostly parodies. I think there's one song that is not a parody on there. Um, uh, the album is called Dark Side of the Meep. <laughs> we heard Meeples Aren't People. Meep, meep, meep. <laughs> or meep, meep, meep. <laughs> that song's so silly. Uh, which is, of course, a song about Beaker from the Muppets. And we started the set off with There She Rolls by the Faithful Sidekicks. This is Radioactive Kids. We are now entering the second hour of the program. All right, y'all, coming up in just about 16 minutes, we'll be interviewing the Swinging Bells. They have a new album out now called Welcome to the Flea Circus. I believe it's only available on Bandcamp right now, but it will soon be available elsewhere. Anyway, let's play some songs from it right now. This first song we're going to play is called Swimming on Radioactive Kids. Inside. 
<laughs> that was Old York Street by the Swinging Bells from their new album, Welcome to the Flea Circus. Um, before that, we heard I Must Go Dancing, Cool Cat, and Swimming on Radioactive Kids. Let's um, uh, keep on going. We, we have a few more songs left in the album. Hope you're enjoying the the show so far. Before we get to interview the Swinging Bells themselves, I'm looking forward to chatting with them. Uh, this song is a very different idea, and it's called Chimneys on Radioactive Kids. Ride my bicycle, I want to ride my, ride my, ride my bicycle. 
<laughs> yes, indeed. That was Welcome to the Flea Circus by the Swinging Bells from their new album, Welcome to the Flea Circus. Before that, we heard Bicycle Song and Chimneys, and I am very happy to welcome the folks from the Swinging Bells to the air with me right now. Hello, hello. Hello. Can y'all... Awesome, awesome. Can, can y'all introduce yourselves real quick so we know who we're t- talking to? Yes, we all got together for this call. We were very excited. So I'm Erin. I'm Laura. Dwayne. Awesome. <laughs> so so I like to start uh, 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 every uh, interview by uh, uh, with an, uh, an artist who I haven't interviewed before by asking how did you how did you start doing uh kids music because this is your uh third or fourth album i i forget yeah so this is our third we did a christmas album yes uh, and then two other albums besides that so this is the the next one the follow-up excellent Uh, and uh yeah and it's just as exciting i think every time to make an album so it's maybe more exciting yes (laughs) (laughs) So. Uh, so we started off, uh, maybe we can share this uh, telling, yes. will we? Sure. Uh, we started off um, a bunch of years ago now. Laura and I are both uh, educators, so we both teach in the primary elementary world. Awesome. And uh, so we, we were kind of making music uh, outside of that. We were kind of making music with our friend uh, Krista, and uh, we used to play. But then we'd often share songs together about songs that we were writing for our classes. Oh. Uh, which turned into the idea that we would do this RPM challenge, which is a challenge, it's an international challenge, but it's just a challenge to write and record an album in the month of February. Yes. So uh, we decided to do that. Uh, Laura recommended it, mm-hmm. suggested it. Yeah, we were going to do that, but at the same time, like Erin said, we were already making music. We kind of had like an alt-country co- alt folk kind of thing going with our friend Krista um, called The Dilettantes, and... So we were already committed to making a third RPM album with that group. And so even though we tried to pull off two RPM albums in one month, um, but, you know, we're still working full time, of course. So <laughs> that kind of the uh, kids music kind of went by the wayside. Um, but Dwayne, um, who is Aaron's partner, would hear us playing some of the songs downstairs around the you know kitchen table, as we do in Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, Dwayne is a... a long uh, long professional musician and he thought that he really liked the sound of it so he encouraged us to kind of keep going with it and we applied for um so we we got a city of st john's grant for a demo oh there you go (laughs) yeah we got a city grant a couple hundred bucks to record a demo and so we did that and then wayne kind of yeah kind of encouraged us to do a show which we sort of put together in just a couple weeks um, and we played it. There was a great space above a little a local bakery downtown here, and they used to have concerts there. And, yeah, it was sold out. It was crazy. It was a totally sold-out, packed show. Awesome. And we kind of knew we were on something. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, and then we took amazing. There and then, uh, yeah, so Dwayne jumped on board, so then it became the, the three of us. And, uh, yeah, it's been super fun ever since. It's about almost ten years ago now, I think. Wow. So yeah, and 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 of course, you know, you're you're a, a n- notable band, I think, because you're one of the few bands in independent kids music that that really just does 
swing music and like there aren't very many other folks who who do that that sort of music for kids um and i wanted to ask why why did you end up doing just swing music what what made it so important to to you to 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 swing it up uh, well, it seemed a natural fit for us because uh, Dwayne, uh, like you said, is a, like a master. He's a wonderful guitar player and a great musician, and uh, he plays a lot of uh, swing style music, nice. swing jazz music. And so when uh, Dwayne kind of started, uh, well, when Dwayne joined the fun, uh, he brought a lot of uh, that swing guitar to it, and that seemed like a real natural mm-hmm. fit for the way that we wanted to take it as well. And and so it's just been a really uh, and, and we just love that style, you know. It's dancey, it's fun, it's upbeat, uh, and uh, yeah, it just has. So, and then it, now we've moved into uh, doing a couple of electro swing tracks. So, it just seems to be evolving as as we evolve as a band. Yes, that's awesome. And what, what, what? Go ahead. I was just trying to remember what came what came first. Uh, you know, our, our love of swing or the name of the band. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I think that maybe the swing came first and then the, the name, name came, came from that because yeah. we had to name the band after we had decided to do a show. So. <laughs> 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 kind of a ch- chicken or the eggs is this situation, really. Yeah, totally. Awesome, yeah. yeah. And you, you mentioned, of course, and we heard on this latest album, you know, your your style's kind of ch- changing and and evolving because you have some electro swing uh 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 songs on the album that you know that uh you haven't really done before so i wanted to ask uh how how, how did y'all uh make that happen what what made it a a, a thing that the, that you wanted to do that's uh, isaac doing Dwayne Aaron's son isaac just turned 17 yesterday and, uh, and he's quite a musician in his own right. And I'll let one of them talk about the evolution of how swing music came into, or electro swing came to us. Yeah, well, Isaac, yeah, he's been into, uh, you know, his own kind of electronic music uh, production. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember when we first did a track with him. Maybe he was... Yeah, 15, 14, 14 or 15, yeah. Well, uh, the York Street. Yes, um, yeah. Well, York Street is another... So we just did that as a single, maybe... Four years ago, three years ago. Um, So I think that was the first time we kind of officially collaborated with him. Uh, He was, you know, quite quite young then, relatively. Um, Yeah, so just kept going from there, really. Yeah. So he's been great. It's been great to get him on board to to uh, to work with us. And I guess we just decided to do it. We had I don't know. We were listening to a lot of swing music at the time and kind of got into that electro swing kind of vibe and. Mm -hmm. Again, like, we love that dancey kind of world, you know? We love to see kids up dancing when we're playing, and, you know, the electro kind of stuff adds this extra element to really get the kids kind of moving out there, you know? And yes. adults, too. I mean, we're not restricted on who dances at our show. <laughs> Only kids must <laughs> dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, And, and, and you, you mentioned the song Old York Street, and I, and I love it because it... it it feels like the, the lyrics sort of feel like a song that was like rediscovered from like an uh, a, a bygone era, you know. And and of course the the, the music video for it uses like old cartoons and whatnot. So can you talk about how you put that that one together? We we actually wrote the lyrics for that song and the main melody uh, for our last 
album, the Superstar Sibling Detective Agency. Oh. And you know, when you're writing, when you're writing an album, uh, you know, Dwayne is our producer, and he always encourages us to write as many songs as we possibly can, and then we <laughs> do kind of a rough demo of them, so that we've got a good choice and a good selection for what fits the album. And that last song, Old York Street prior to be turning to an electric swing song. It was just, you know, a regular song. We were figuring it out. And we couldn't quite figure it out. We couldn't quite make it how we wanted it to be at the time. So we kind of put it back on the shelf and didn't record it beyond, you know, a rough demo. And we just oh. let it sit. But, you know, we always really liked it. So Erin and I would be like, oh, remember Old York Street? That's good, good lyrics. That's a good beat. We love that song. <laughs> and then suddenly... You know, Isaac got into this electro swing stuff, and Aaron said, I can really hear uh, Old York Street uh, with that, you know, electro stuff behind it. And so we kind of handed it over. Aaron and Isaac really worked on that together, and uh, and it was kind of uh, just reborn, remade. Yeah, and then we were trying to figure out how to do the video because, uh, you know, like it's nice to have the visual to go with it. Mm -hmm. And then it just seemed, it all, that all just seemed to come so naturally together to find those old vintage uh, cartoons and kind of piece them together into this track. So it all just flowed really naturally. Once we knew that that song was going to be Electro Swing, what, like that when the idea came, it was just like, yes, that's what it was going to be. We could hear the horns in it before and we could hear all that stuff, but we were never sure how to put it together. But then when, it just clicked one day and it was yeah. like, yes, that is what we're doing. And awesome. we really, we love that track. Yeah, yeah. That's great. I will... It Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry, it references our, our it references our little house in downtown St. John's, Newfoundland. So, oh, that's so awesome. Nice, uh, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I I love it. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, uh, and and that's the that's great because it's 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 simultaneously you know relatable and very specific, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so 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 this album, of course, is is only out in full right now on Bandcamp. It'll be out other places soon, right? Yeah. So we were trying to figure out, I mean, what to do with the album. You know, and we live in a different world now, where uh, you know it's just a different way of, of you know letting the music get out there. Mm-hmm. So we really wanted to take time to kind of celebrate each track. Because every track on this album is really unique to the to the other one, you know. Like there's some electro swing, there's some super simple dance songs, there's some sure. uh, more classic swing and bell style uh, swing tunes, you know. Like so, it's it's got a bunch of different things in there, which we we really love. So we thought the best way to take that on was to kind of release a track a month and kind of talk about it a little bit and and uh, just to, you know let people know more about it and at each track. So that's the approach that we've taken on it. So, uh, yeah, so we have a new track out today, actually. As, Yay! Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, so when we sent it to you, you were, you were the first person to get it. You were the, yes. we're giving it, giving it, giving our world premiere to you. Yes, and we played it today. <laughs> I, I must go dancing. Whoa, what a great song. So, uh, we are, uh, Unfortunately, out of time. So, so I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry we have to to cut y'all off. But I wanted to ask you real quick: Where can folks check out all your music and awesomeness if they want to check it out? Uh, yeah, we're pretty much everywhere that you you know you would think to look. I think off the top of your head, uh, Spotify is our, our favorite spot for uh, you know, sending people to music, and uh, we're still our, our springandbells.ta is uh, the main website. Uh, although that's a little under construction, we're, we're revamping it. 
Awesome. Uh, but um, check back there regularly, and, and it'll be updated soon. And we got the Facebook, and we got the Instagram. <laughs> we, got? we got it all. Awesome. Reach out any way we can. Yeah. Sure. We, yeah we, we, so we look forward. Fun. We look forward to hearing much more uh, amazing music from you in the future. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you so much, and thanks for all you do. All right. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. Help me to get through Doesn't matter if you made it for me Or made it for you You took the chance to say it Thankful that you made it Cause it meant a lot to me I just want to say that I appreciate the creativity Creation in your mind's eye Canvases waiting Brushes anticipating Hours seem to fly by You're working on a painting The world has been waiting For an artist like you to come along See you work your magic Something out of nothing The images are sweet like a favorite song of art that opened my heart helped me to get through doesn't matter if you made it for me or made it for you Like a bolt of lightning, a flash of inspiration at the perfect time. I could feel your spirit and your melodies and lyrics. Out of the darkness, you help me shine. Someone wins all the accolades. You could be the next Monet. Please don't lose sight of the magic that's made when you just sit down and create. You bring out the sun for an audience of one. You've made the world a brighter place. All because you made a piece of art that melted my heart. Helped me to get through. It doesn't matter if you made it for me. Say that.
That was a brand new single by EVT Kids called New Heights. Before that, we heard a new single by Mr. Nick Davio and Kath B called Thank You for Your Creativity. And we heard an interview with the Swinging Bells. Thank you so much for calling us up, y'all. They are awesome folks. We are almost out of time on the Radioactive Kids show for today. Stay tuned for Short Circuits with Oscar if you're listening to Asheville FM. And if you're not listening to Asheville FM, stay tuned for whatever might be coming up next. Let's finish off with two more songs. We're going to play uh, your Wizard Rock of the Week, a new acapella single by Dots and Lines called Ravenclaw Quidditch Team. And we're going to finish off with a very cool song. This is a cover of a song by Daria, who you you may recall we've played before on the show, um, by an artist from Kenya called Ness. The song is called Dino Kiroto, I Have a Dream. It is, of course, a song about Martin Luther King Jr. I thought it was appropriate to start and begin the the show with songs about Martin Luther King Jr., uh, because he's a, he, he was a cool guy. Um, let's see. Thank you so much for listening. We might have time for another show a- afterwards, or another song a- after these two, but we'll see. I'm not, I, I don't know. We'll, you'll just have to find out. Anyway, I'm Sagan. This is Radioactive Kids, and I will see you on the radio next week. Yes, in the tower and the library, but those are the only hangers where we might be. Out of the castle and up in flight, you'll find us on the Quidditch pitch day and night. It's more than just seven who all show up. They give the yard visit from the physics club. Plus a bunch of kids who might play next year. Why not learn now if you're already here? It's the Ravenclaw Quidditch team. We've got the best feeders since Ludo's days, and they've got their own system of calling plays. While our keeper's in the zone at another station, she says guarding goals is like meditation. Our chasers make time for some theory, and you just can't top their intensity. Can a worthy wisp is required reading, so they're even getting into vegetarian cooking. It's the Ravenclaw Quidditch team. And who could forget about that time when we used the commentator as a snitch finding spy? They made up the code based on Luna's clouds to convey where the little thing was zooming around. No one caught on for three whole games until our routine captain started up a debate. All about the ethics of band and the rules. You can't just be clever without thinking it through. It's the Ravenclaw Quidditch team. They've got a penchant for experimenting. One year they dove in and tried inventing. 
An underwater game with a giant squid. It didn't catch on, but the trying did. The whole common room stayed up so long. With Ravenclaw kids learning Mermish song. To see if they'd ever want to play a game. And down to the lake, just guess who came? It's the Ravenclaw Quidditch team. It's the Ravenclaw Quidditch team. There's a man